Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To all old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. I am continuing with the Sin series that I have been doing for quite a few months now, perhaps three months, I would think. And as I bring out the prophecies on the Sin series, I am sharing the heart of God concerning the wounding that the Father God has suffered at the hands of the nation of America. It is not that America is unique in sin. It is just that in the Lord's words, America exceeds herself in sin. So she exceeds the nations in sin. And as a result, America's punishment will almost be a kind of banner that will be held up in front of all other nations. So what God is going to do here, in one of the prophecies, the Lord has shared that things that ought not to be done to any nation will be done in this nation. The punishment that the United States will get will be so graphic. It will be so great that to fulfill the words of Revelation 18, the merchants and all the other people that lauded, that once lauded Mystery Babylon, that once held her in such high esteem, will stand afar off and they will lament and they will cry out and they will be in total shock as they watch that great nation receive judgment after judgment and destruction after destruction that will hit her in one day. And so in keeping with the last prophetic word that I bought, I brought from the Lord, which covered a lot about children, I continue speaking about children. And the title of this prophecy, this is a judgment prophecy, and it is called Without Reprieve. I received this prophecy almost two years ago um, on October the 3rd. Oh no, a year ago, sorry. A year ago, October 3rd, 2020. So... Here is the banner scripture. Please listen closely because I also have a word from the Lord that I received right now that I will deliver at the end of this prophecy. The scripture says, O Lord, to us belongs shameful faces, to our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belongs mercy and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. We have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yes, all of Israel has transgressed your law and all of Israel has departed so as not to obey your voice, O God. Therefore, the curse and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out on us because we have sinned against him. And he has confirmed his words, which he spoke against us, against our judges who judged us by bringing upon us a great disaster. For under the whole heaven, such has never been done as what has been done to Jerusalem. And this is Daniel chapter nine, verses eight to 12. And so we look at this verse that says, and he has confirmed the words that he spoke against us and against our judges who judged us. So when you say the judges who judged us, you're basically looking at the entire political system, the leaders and everybody who feeds into the political system. So that's the judges, that's the police, that's even the military after a fashion everyone who is in power, everyone who is considered a leader, even the media in this nation are thought leaders to a very great extent. 
all of them, this scripture says that God will confirm the words that he spoke by his prophets and he will bring judgment and a great disaster upon this people. And he says that the disaster will be so great that under the whole heaven, such has never been done as what has been done to Jerusalem. In this case, you can replace the word Jerusalem with the word America. So even as I'm speaking, the Lord is saying to me right now that he will smite the land. That is the word I keep hearing, smitten, smitten. I will smite the land. Recently in prayer before the Lord for other things is very often that I receive prophetic words concerning the United States. When I'm not specifically praying about the United States, I'll be praying about something personal, praying about something very urgent, which of course stokes prayer in us when we have urgent needs before the Lord. And that is when the Lord will begin to speak about the United States and just reiterate his words. And so the title of this prophecy is called without reprieve. A reprieve is when you get an unexpected break. So a reprieve is when you commit a crime and you're being tried for the crime. And as everyone hears the evidence against you, it is obvious and it is clear that you are guilty. It is obvious and it is clear that every piece of evidence that is being brought forward is the truth that you actually did these things. And therefore, if the judge is supposed to throw the book at you and give you a 30 or 40 year sentence, you absolutely deserve it. You are totally guilty. But a reprieve is when suddenly in the process of your trial, something comes up that makes the judge reconsider the harshness of their judgment against you. Perhaps as they're judging you, you genuinely show remorse. You genuinely show that you have an understanding that you did wrong, that you are very wrong and that you cry out for mercy and you, you actually show that you are touched with the severity of your crimes. And in in that case, at times, judges grant reprieve. So judges will grant a, a lesser sentence, a less harsh sentence, if the defendant is able to demonstrate from a place of truth, so this is not pretending, is able to demonstrate that they really do understand the severity of their crimes and they are truly sorry. If they can show remorse, you get a reprieve. Sometimes when you are convicted and you are already serving a sentence, they bring you up for parole and they're asking you a few questions. And if you are really able to demonstrate changed character, if there are people in the prison who can attest to the fact that you are not a troublemaker and that since you came in three years ago, five years ago, or 10 years ago, you really are a transformed person, then at the parole, they will allow you to go free early. And that is called reprieve. The title of this prophecy is without reprieve. And the Lord told me before I came that I should make it clear to all who are listening that America will not receive any reprieve in her judgment. He says that America will be judged to the full extent of his law, that she will be made to answer for every single thing that she is guilty of. And I was saying that a few days ago, I was praying about something concerning myself. And what the Lord basically said to me is that America will be completely and totally removed. I brought this prophetic word before, and I really, really hope to those who visit the master's voice and to those who truly want to listen, that you understand that I am not here for the sake of sensationalism. I am not here for the sake of, oh, I have a channel and it needs to do this and that. I am here 
because I am working. I'm here because I have been given a call and a very serious and heavy mandate from the Lord Jesus Christ. I am here because there are certain things that this nation needs to have known to it before the judgment comes. Please do not think that because we are praying and because we are interceding and because we're really seeking the Lord, that the Lord is going to wake up and say, you know what? I changed my mind. The Lord God is not going to change his mind concerning the judgment that is coming to this nation because the judgment that is coming to this nation is going to be after such devastating chapters as Jeremiah 50, Jeremiah 51, Revelation 17, Revelation 18, Revelation 16, America has a very big part to play in Revelation chapter 6. America has a big part to play in Isaiah 13, Isaiah chapter 9, and places like that. Ezekiel 13, where God is talking about the kinds of judgments, the devastating judgments that he is going to bring to the entire religious enclave, especially um, the false prophets that are in this nation. God will judge the false prophets in this nation very harshly. People who come and say things in the name of Jesus Christ, and he has not sent them. He has not, no, he does not have a relationship with them and he has not sent them to make any proclamations in their name, yet they are avidly growing huge viewerships and they are causing the hearts of the people of this nation to sway back and forth like palm trees in Miami in a hurricane. The Lord will bring very harsh judgments upon these people. And he has said that when they see, when the Americans, when we Americans, everyone sees the judgments coming upon the false pastors, the false prophets, especially the people's hearts will quail in them for the Lord will be among them as a man cutting with a very sharp machete. And so the judgments that will come to this nation will be without reprieve, meaning that America is not going to catch any breaks. So it's not that we should not pray and it's not that everything is hopeless, but we should understand that this nation is being judged for her atrocities. And the atrocities that take place here are many. They are graphic. As I read these things out, I know that they take a toll on the listener and they do take a toll on myself, the vessel who hears them. But I am glad to be called of the Lord to do this work. And whenever you see me sitting here, I need you to understand that I take what I am doing excessively, seriously, because God expects me to do my very best. So the scripture that I read is from the heart of Daniel and Daniel was at his core and very in excellent intercessor. And so, um, Daniel was basically saying God that our leaders and even the lowest of the people all the way up to the highest are guilty and to us belongs a shamed face. So this is very important when you sin, and you don't have shame in the sin that you have committed. You are not convicted. You do not care. In fact, you justify your sin and you're basically saying things like, well, you know, I'm not the worst and everybody's doing it and things like that. Um, these things very, they anger the Lord very much. And so Daniel is praying and Daniel is not separating himself from the sin. Daniel was brought to Babylon in captivity and he died in captivity. 
as much as Daniel is the one who tracked the times and saw our 70 years are up, our judgment is served before the Lord. We should go back. There is no evidence and there's no sign that Daniel ever was able to leave the court of, I think he would have been serving Cyrus at that time. And so he was a very old man who would not, who would, who would not have been able to make the journey. And he ended his life in captivity. And Daniel basically served captivity for crimes that he did not commit. And while I am here, I'm actually just going to say what God said to me before I started this video. I always pray and I ask the Lord if there is anything else he would like me to share before or during the prophecy. And he said to tell America that because of the innocent blood that flows here, especially the blood of children and those who commit the sin of abortion, the Lord says that if America continues to commit abortion and child sacrifice at the rates that she is committing them, that this entire land will be judged. He said that he will not render a judgment according to this woman committed the abortion while this woman did not. And this girl and boy decided to have an abortion while this couple did not. He said that the judgment will be complete and America will be judged by this standard. You are a nation that sheds innocent blood. This is a nation that pours out the blood of children, infants, the unborn in the womb, the unborn who are fully formed in third trimester. I'm talking to you, New York City. Third trimester abortions are allowed in the state of New York. This is a nation that sheds innocent blood. And the Lord said that he will strike this nation with a great judgment because she has soaked the ground of the nation with blood. And he is not going to say, well, this person didn't do it. And that person didn't do it. The judgment will come to the whole of America. And he said to tell the nation that the judgment will come in the form of excessively great fires. Your real estate will be burnt up. This is the word of the Lord. The fires are going to rage across this country from one side to the other. God said, expect huge floods. You will lose prime arable land. He is saying right now, you will lose prime agricultural land to floods. Water will come inland and destroy the land that you use to grow food and you will know how it feels to hunger. I will strike you in the belly for the abominations that you commit, for the way you test me, for the way you cause my anger to froth and seethe, so will the sea froth and seethe against you and come very far inland and take away land that you depend on to feed yourself. Your territories will shrink. Your influence will shrink. I will make you inconsequential. This is what the Lord says. You will become a footnote in history. You will dwindle and you will go down and you will become absolutely immaterial in every way. Your voice will be muted. No one will ask your opinion. You will not matter. And at the end of all things, I will utterly blot you out from before my face. This is what the Lord is saying right now. And I delivered this word with absolutely no caveats and no fluff whatsoever. 
what the Lord said to me two days ago when I said to him, and I have asked him this question countless times, just the way a child will keep asking, Father, is it so? Is it so? And the Lord said to me, Celestial, I have told you, and so will I do. I will remove this nation before my face, and the continent of the United States will sink down into the black. And again, I saw the same image. What I saw is an image of the sea. So I was watching from a very great height and I saw the sea and I saw a ship on the sea and the sea was sailing across the waters, but the exact place that the boat was going and the boat, you know, these ships, they use sonar, I think, and radar to see very far ahead if there are any obstructions under the water and obstructions ahead of them as they keep their course. I saw that the boat, the captain of the boat was going and he he had no idea that those waters that he was sailing in, that there should have been a continent there. There should have been a nation there. The nation became untethered. The continental shelf absolutely gave way and it fell and it sank. And the Lord was showing me that America will sink to the bottom just the way you saw the Titanic go down in all the movies, it will sink to the bottom of the sea and it will not be there. The next thing that he showed me was children so these were not very little children. These were children who were about 15 or 16 or 20 something years old. So older children. And I saw these children listening to their parents with, with skepticism. And their parents were telling them that there used to be a continent called America. And these children were finding it very hard to believe in the vision that the Lord was showing me. These kids found it extremely hard to believe that there was a place called America and that America had existed. And what they were saying to their parents is if there was such a place. Where is it now? Why can't we find any information about it in the books? Why isn't anyone reading about it? And why does it read like a lost continent? And their parents were really trying hard. I saw that some of these parents were Americans and they were trying to tell children who practically perhaps maybe had been babies or very little. They were trying to convince these children that I am from this place or I know of this place or I once went on holiday to this place. It was real. But the children were asking, where is this majestic Times Square? I heard them say that. They said to their parents, where is this majestic Times Square and where is the proof of it? Where is the evidence of it? If such a place really existed, mom, dad, where is it? And God had fulfilled his word at that time that he showed me that there was just no America. There was no America. There was no evidence of it. It had become folklore and it made me to understand. I have said on these videos many times that God always uses two civilizations when he talks about what the end of this nation will be. One of them is Pompeii and the other one is Atlantis. And I have to tell you in modern history, no two civilizations have, dis have disappeared so absolutely as those two. Pompeii was only recently found. I can't pinpoint a year. I don't know, but I know that that nation was blotted out in a single day. Mount Vesuvius simply exploded a huge pile of ash, little sparkles that set off a thousand fires over that continent. And the ash cloud was so great that it buried the citizens of Pompeii and they died where they were. They were hot pocketed to death. They were toasted to death where they were and they died. Their bodies were dug up in various um, attitudes or that mis it means positions, various positions of 
agony. And you can see that these people did not even have time to flee. The continent of Atlantis also sank in a single day, and there is no evidence that Atlantis ever existed except for a few writings from Egypt and from, I think it's Plato, that exist today. And so having delivered that right now prophetic word of the Lord, I was going to hold it until the end of the video, but it was actually burning in me quite a bit. I had to bring it out. And so we now come to Daniel the intercessor, Daniel, the one who decided to join himself with those who had sinned when he was a boy. So Daniel paid the price for the sins of his elders. Daniel paid the price for people who sinned when he was just a child and he didn't know what was going on. And he was brought into captivity and he lived his whole life a captive, a captive who was blessed, but a captive nonetheless. And so Daniel was interceding and he was saying that when God judges, God is always just. So God is always justified, justified when God judges. God is never wrong. When God says to me, Celestial, this person has done something. I have experienced in my years of counseling that a person may even say, I haven't done this or no, I've not done this or sister, you're wrong. And all I, t all I do is wait. Because I know that if God says something, that thing is so, and the lie must be with the person. And sooner or later, it always surfaces that the person is either unaware of this sin in their life, or they are deliberately hiding and attempting to obfuscate this sin in their life. And when it comes out, it once again proves to me that when God speaks, he is always just. So Daniel was saying, that he knows the sin was with Jerusalem. He knows the sin was with Judah and that there was no sin or wrong judgment to be imputed to the Lord. Daniel was the kind of intercessor that God loves. God loves people who accept that they are wrong and move immediately to seek the Lord in contrition, which means extreme sorrow of heart for what you have done. But as we will see in this prophecy, God says that America has a brass heart. She is extremely stone-hearted and America continues to pile sin upon sin upon sin upon sin until in all good conscience, if we are true Christians, we understand that sin must be judged. This is why I always say to viewers of the master's voice, do not harbor sin in your life. Understand that sin is like a barnacle. Sin is like something that will cleave onto you. And it is not that God hates you. And it is not that God is seeking to destroy you. But the word of God says that the wrath of God will be revealed against the children of unrighteousness. And God will judge all sin. Now, if sin is this and sin manages to cleave to you or cleave to you or cleave to you or cleave to you, when sin is being judged, because it is cleaving to you, you also will be judged. And this is why I constantly, constantly call those who use this channel, not to just visit here to find out what the latest is, what the newest update on a tsunami or the newest update on the in Russian invasion is, but you are coming here hopefully to not only hear the words of the Lord, which is the tagline of this channel, but you are coming here to be changed in your inner man. You are coming here to be changed by the prophetic word. The work of the prophetic word is not to cause you to begin to ask a thousand questions. Prophecy comes to vet your heart. And if your heart is not right with God, the first response is to run to the Father 
in repentance. Lord, cleanse me by your blood. Lord, forgive me for this that I have done. Lord, forgive me for the games I am playing, the pretense that I'm walking in, the sin that I am addicted to, and help me to break the cleaving with sin so that when sin is judged in the land, sin is not clinging to me, and therefore I will not be judged. Anyway, the focus of this word was about America. At the time that I received this word, many people were asking, as they still do, will America still be judged if we pray? What if we we repent? What if we are sorry? The truth of the matter is that this nation is a very vast nation and the great majority of this nation is not sorry for anything. People are sinning in a very brazen fashion. And if you still think that they are not, then you are unfortunately deceived. Sin is flourishing more than ever in the nation. And in fact, it is going to get much darker as the days go by. So instead of this big fat revival that we keep being told is uh, en route, actually the word the Lord delivers here is that the wicked will get more wicked and the unrighteous will simply get more unrighteous. And so, God says that in the coming days, I will punish this nation for her willful disobedience to me, repaying her sevenfold because of her great wickedness and because of the endless abominations that burn within her. Babylon is kindled by a fire that cannot be put out, and that fire is sin. She is consumed by her lusts and has been overtaken by them. She has kindled fires of wickedness in her streets, in her institutions, in her heart, and within her very substance. And for that reason, America is now an abomination before me. She will be judged to the full measure of the judgment that heaven has already determined against her. She will be judged without reprieve. And so I said that the word reprieve means to cancel or postpone or delay or minimize someone's punishment, usually someone who has already been sentenced and condemned. Then the Lord shared in this prophecy about the story of the thief on the cross. And he said that when the thief on the cross was observing how Jesus died sinless and yet without complaint, he was cut to his heart. He knew that he was watching an innocent man pass away. And in Christ's sinless death, he saw boldly reflected back at him all his own guilt and wickedness. The Lord said that the thief's heart was touched and the thief repented. At the door of death, he cried out for mercy, and the Lord graciously received him to paradise. That thief was granted a reprieve. So that thief was shown mercy. And even though he lost his physical life, as the Lord was saying to me in this prophecy, he said, many, many souls since the day of that thief have cried out to God at the door of death. And because they have been truly, truly cut To the heart, by the acceptance and the acknowledgement of their own guilt, they have been able to receive mercy from God. Their petition for forgiveness was received. And even though they still had to pay the price of death, some people have been on death row and repented. Some people have been perhaps involved in a crime that they started. They started the crime and then the crime ended up with them being killed. But as they were dying, they became cut with guilt and they repented as they were losing their life, perhaps bleeding out in an ambulance or perhaps bleeding out after a gang shooting. And they cried out to the Lord in their heart and the Lord forgave 
forgave them. And he said that even though they ended up absent from the body, they are now present with him and they have been healed of all their unrighteousness. Understand that when you are healed of unrighteousness, that literally means that you have been completely forgiven, restored, and accepted as a child of God. But the Lord says that America is much more hardened and wicked than that thief. She has no remorse for sin and she refuses to repent. She is a great and a bronze-headed adulterer. Those of you who have been with the channel for a time might remember the prophecy that I brought entitled a brass forehead. And that is what the Lord means when he says bronze-headed. Many times prophetic words cannot enter into the hearts of people because they have stubborn minds that are filled with pride, filled with logic, and they think that the things that I'm speaking here and writing on the master's voice are outlandish claims of fantasy. And so they absolutely refuse to believe it. Such people will continue to walk in unbelief right up to the day, as we have already seen recently, these prophecies start to fulfill. Always remember that I say that I take no pleasure in the fulfillment of these prophecies, and I know that the Lord does not either. There will come a time when I will be utterly unable to come online and say this prophecy has fulfilled or that prophecy has fulfilled because the things that will happen in this nation will be so bitter that there will be no need for me to come online and tell anyone this horrible thing has happened. This horrible thing that the Lord revealed has taken place. As the Lord said, we shall see all these things with our eyes. So God says that America is a bronze-headed and a very prolific or very famous and well-known adulterer. He says, she kills. And then she says, who have I killed? She murders the weak and the defenseless in the womb. I say to you, the skirts of the nation are bloody with her obvious guilt. Yet she defiantly asked the Lord, don't I have rights? Is there no cause for my action? What wrong have I done? Now speaking in the, ma the matter of bloody skirts, we're definitely talking about the issue of killing children, especially killing them in the womb, abortion. And the Lord says that this is the voice America uses. Don't I have rights? Don't I have a reason for what I did? What have I done wrong? And so those of us who have lived in this nation long enough already know that the abortion debate is a strongly raging and for the most part a, a losing one from the Christian perspective. More and more laws have been put in place to break down protection of the unborn. And so America's skirts are bloody because she continues to cut children out of the womb. And the Lord has revealed that many of the children who are cut out of the room, womb are fed into um, what I would just basically call a greedy satanic network. So there is a very high demand for unborn fetuses in this country. In the prophecy, blood to drink, the Lord revealed that people do consume these children. So you can be squeamish or you can be surprised or you can deny it and say that it is not true. But the title of my last um, prophetic snippet which I will be making prophetic snippets of the longer videos. And I hope that you will take the snippets and share them widely because they will help more people to know that there is a channel that is speaking the right now and true word of the Lord. And they can come here and invest the time to watch and learn. If we can watch two and a half hour movies, I do not think that 20 to 40 minutes to hear the Lord's words, his exhortations and his warnings is too much. And so 
Here in America, abortion is strongly championed as almost a natural right. It's called my body, my choice, yet life belongs to God. All life belongs to God. And those who take that life, the Lord says that if you have done this and you have not come to the understanding where you know that you have committed a sin against God, a crime against another human called murder, by the way, if you have not repented of doing this, then the Lord says that if you have so much as been the one who dialed the abortion clinic on behalf of someone else, so sometimes the woman or the girl will call herself, but if you have been the friend who made the call for her to make that appointment, or if you have been the one who paid for it, so the father, the mother, the boyfriend, or the best friend who gave the girl or the woman money to pay for it, the Lord says that if you ever did any research to help a girl or a woman find out where the closest clinic was, if you drove her there, if you ever covered it up as a woman, if you ever did it, but you hid it from your husband because you guys have five kids and you just didn't want baby number six, if you ever did it or hid it from a lover or a friend or family, if you ever got one to protect your career, if you had a big promotion coming up and then you found that in your indiscretion or even if you were married that you had a baby coming up and you went and took care of it by yourself, the Lord says that Anyone along the chain of command that gets a woman from the moment she finds out that she is bringing life into the world and she chooses not to, all the way up to the doctors, the interns, um, the, the, what is it called? The person who gives you anesthesia. Anyone else along the chain of command who participates, the Lord says that you will be judged. And he said that he will repay you with fire, brimstone, hell, and everlasting torment. So this is a momentary decision, probably half an hour's discussion. If you involve someone else, maybe it's a two hour fight. If the man says, no, I don't want to. And you still say, well, I'm not going ahead with it. So I don't know what you're going to do about it. Or if you simply creep off and do it by yourself, the Lord says that your payment will be fire, brimstone, hell, and eternal torment for doing that. He says that unless your wicked voice cries out like the thief on the cross in repentance for this act, know that you are already walking in destruction and you are a child of wrath, meaning that when the judgments of the Lord begin to hit this earth like birth pains, you will definitely be one of those who are lined up to receive it repent says the lord and i will receive you but if this sin sits upon you until the day you die hear me woe unto you a woe is an unexplainably painful type of punishment it causes wordless cries you can't say anything when you are in woe here is the scripture from the lord woe to the rebellious children says the lord who go and seek advice, but not from me, who make plans, but not plans that are from my spirit. They do this only so that they may pile sin upon sin. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse one. The other scripture is because of these things, the wrath of God will fall upon all sons of disobedience. So if you choose to live aside or apart from the Lord's will, the Lord's way, the Lord's teaching, the Lord's words, the Lord's prophets, the Lord's warnings, the Lord's 
anything that comes from the Lord, if you decide that you want to choose your own way, be your own boss, make your own choices, understand that the day will come when your ability to pick and decide will end. And after that, the Lord will have his moment to pick and decide what happens to your eternal soul. I have delivered the word of the Lord, both the prophecy without reprieve from October the 3rd, 2020, and the right now word of the Lord that was burning upon my heart before I started the video and that was delivered during the process of this video. I am Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. The tagline of the Master's Voice is hear the words of the Lord. So please understand when you see me here, I'm not speaking on my behalf. I'm speaking on behalf of the Lord who called me and has anointed me to do this work in his authority, and I speak what he has given me and only what he has given me. God bless you. Check the description box below. You will find the print link for the prophecy. Please go back to the blog always and read these prophecies for yourself because that is how they enter the heart for you to pray about them and test the veracity of them by the Spirit of God. You can find everything um everything related to this ministry in the description box below the title more related videos you can find my other two channels i have one on rumble and i have one that is in spanish and i'm hoping that both will grow as you choose to share with other people as it is relevant thank you to everyone who supports this ministry i appreciate you thank you for your kind words thank you for your comments both on youtube and the blog that are useful comments please try to desist from sharing more of your personal details the internet is not a safe place to spill your life surely as an adult you would be able to understand this the comment section are left open for you to be able to share information not too many links please either here or on the blog so that we can build one another up as we see the day approaching. Thank you for your financial support. It is a blessing to me. Thank you for sowing into this ministry. If you perceive this ministry to be good ground, I would always like to give my thank yous now. I used to give individual thank yous, but I'm not able to do that anymore. The mail is simply too much for me to get through as one person. Until I see you again, Celestial with the Master's Voice, God bless you and take care of yourselves out there. Goodbye.